Zach Levine has been sidelined with a right foot injury for the next few games. But with the team's current success in their last two games, is there a possibility that Zach Levine might not be traded? Is there a chance? Y'all know we're going to talk about it and get in the mailbag. But you know, you got to hear the music for Cognac. 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 Shy Boys Podcast with the Cognac Boys. I'm Cognac Boy Bobby and I'm holding it down on another episode of Shy Boys Podcast with me and my co-host C-Dub. If you like what you're listening to today, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell. So every time we drop, you'll be one of the first ones to know. But look, man, we know that's a few weeks ago that Zach Levine came out and pretty much stated, hey, I'm out of here, or I want to be out of here. You know what I'm saying? So my man's really had his uh, thoughts on the Chicago Bulls and the state of Chicago Bulls and where the team is going. So the question I want to ask is, is there a chance that Zach Levine isn't traded, at least for this season? We know that Adrian Wojnarowski came out and said that there is no market for Zach Levine. Me personally, I don't really believe that. If James Harden can force his way out of three different situations, there is some market for Zach Levine. Probably won't garner the return that a lot of people within Bulls Nation believe that we can go ahead and get for that. I don't I don't see a situation where we're going to go to a team and we're going to snatch all their main players just for Zach Levine. It's going to have to be a combination of maybe a young guy, maybe a few role players and some picks. It's not going to be nothing that's going to bounce off the screen to where we're like, man, that's absolutely an outstanding trade. Look how many pieces we gave up for Zach Levine. Oh, well, they gave up for Zach Levine. I just don't see that happening, but I believe there is a small market. I don't believe it's big, and I don't believe there's not a market. I believe there's a small market for him, and it's very, very limited when it comes to trading for Zach Levine with all things considered, money, availability, you know, injuries, things that he's been doing lately. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be limited, but there is a market. And Zach Levine has already came out and stated that he wants to get out. He's shown that he's ready to bounce. We've seen the body language when it comes to Zach Levine. We've seen the scoring outputs from Zach Levine. In the last five games that Zach Levine has played, he only, he only gave the Chicago Bulls 16 points, four rebounds, four assists, on 34% shooting from the three and 50% shooting from the field. And he's nowhere to be found for the first three quarters, y'all. He's <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. And he's nowhere to be found for the first three quarters. So one has to believe that Zach Levine has shown that he's ready to get up out of here. Up out of here. But hey, and then I also think there's a small sample size that we've seen from the team without Zach Levine that can influence the front office to be like, bro, there's no way we want you to stick around. I understand that we invested in you, but you already came and said that you don't want to be here. We seen how you act on the, on the court. We seen how you interact within with, uh, the, your teammates and Billy Donovan and how the offense has come, become a little bit stagnant because in that small sample size, it is a small sample size. We seen a different Chicago Bulls team. The ball is moving a bit more. Everyone's getting involved. You're seeing contributions from everyone. 
everyone that has, you know, been playing some minutes. Tory Craig, Javon Carter has been the vets that we've expected them to be. Ayolo Sumo, Kobe White, Patrick Williams have been the young guys that we have been wanting to see. Nikola Vucevic kind of been up and down during the small sample size, but for the most part, he seems more engaged. And then when you insert it, DeMar DeRozan back into the game, you know, in the last game that we just played, you see that DeMar DeRozan didn't really distort anything that the Chicago Bulls were trying to do. And we know how Zach Levine feels about Billy Donovan. At least that's what we've heard. We heard that Zach Levine still hasn't gotten over that benching from last season. To me, look, that's some punk ass shit. I'm going to just call it that. If you can't get over that, you need to get yourself together and get your head out your backside. That's just what it is. But I, be I do, you know, believe that the small sample size that we've seen from these young bulls mixed in with a few veterans, it looks a little bit more better. Yesterday, I was over on Chicago Bulls Central with my guy, Hey, Steve-O, Big Kevin, obviously C-Dub, and we talked about how sustainable is the offense that the Chicago Bulls have been running. I'm of the belief that the way that they've been playing is sustainable as long as you have the guys that are bought in. Zach Levine is not he's he has not bought into this season, hence why he disappears for majority of most games and then, you know, then tries to reinsert himself, you know, later in the games to where it's like, yeah, you putting up buckets, but it's a little bit too late for that. My guy, it's a little bit too late for that. You know what I'm saying? Because even in some of Zach Levine's best outputs this season, when he had the 51 point game, and then I believe he had another 30, uh, a, a 30 plus point game uh, during the season, the Chicago Bulls, correct me if I'm wrong, they lost. So it was just empty calorie stats. You know what I'm saying? Things that was just filling up the box score, but not really that impactful to winning for the Chicago Bulls. But within a small sample size, you're seeing the Chicago Bulls push the pace. You're seeing the Chicago Bulls get over 30 assists in the game. You're seeing Kobe White take the bull by the horns and say, I'm here and I'm ready to go. You've seen a more animated and more engaged Patrick Williams. You see Ayodo Sumu getting out in transition, being the guy that he is in transition and putting pressure on the opposing defenses. The ball is not sticking. Everyone's communicating. Everyone seems like they're having a little bit more fun than it was when Zach Levine was in there. And let, let like, don't get it messed up or don't get it misconstrued. I still think Zach Levine is a hell of a player. I just don't think that with the way that he's been acting and the way that he has not committed to trying to better the offense is best is best that the Chicago Bulls cut their losses. To me, my thing is, hey, if you can get a few young players and you can still run with your young core of Io, Kobe, and P. Will, and then you just keep adding on that, and then you pile on assets on top of that, this is something that can help the future get a little bit more brighter for the Chicago Bulls. And I'm and I'm and and I'm looking at this whole situation like this, bro. You can't allow this thing to continue. It's time to move on. When I look at GMs across any sport, uh, in my mind, a good GM is a guy that knows how to cut their losses. You know what I'm saying? For all my Chicago Bears guys, if you look at Ryan Pose when he traded for Chase Claypool, we like, okay, cool. You know, he came in that few games during that half season, didn't look so good. And then he came into this season and Ryan Pose got him out of here. It just didn't work. He cut his losses fast. And I believe that with uh, 
AK and Mark Eversley, they've let this thing run out, uh, play out for about three seasons now. You know what I'm saying? This season is still going, but uh, for the most part, three seasons now. At some point, you got to throw continuity out the window. You got to rip up that old book. You got to shred those files, and you got to go ahead and go to the table, go to the computer screen, and start typing up a new formula. Start typing up a new plan. Start drafting up a new blueprint, because at this point in time, we know that the Chicago Bulls are only a first-round team. We want better than that. We've settled for mediocrity too long. I think right now, you can't allow this thing to continue. So is there a chance for Zach Levine to not be traded this season? I say the chances are very, very slim. I see the chances being very, very slim. Because if Zach Levine is expected to miss a couple more games, and let's just say to say, for the sake of discussion, that the Chicago Bulls beat the Hornets and they beat the Spurs. The Chicago Bulls are now on a four-game winning streak without Zach Levine. Without Zach Levine. Why would you want to come in and mess that up? Because now you know what you're going to run into. You know what that ceiling has looked like. It's not like you're going to change the trajectory of the team with Zach Levine as currently constructed. If there's no buy-in, if he buys in, we're good. But as of right now, for the last two seasons, there's no buy-in. What's the point of running this whole thing? I believe it has ran its course at this particular moment. Y'all let me know. Is there a chance that Zach Levine won't be traded this season is there a chance y'all let me know down below now before we get up out of here we gotta dive into the mailbag we got two of my favorite people calling in two of the greatest supporters that we could ever ask for so we gonna let let them go ahead and speak their piece this first voicemail is from corn all right what's going on bobby c dud man you know my guy my cognac boys man um i'm gonna say something that's unpopular um i hope Bulls Nation, don't kill me. I hope Archie Goon don't come for me. Because <laughs> I love you some Archie Goon, man. Real talk, you know what I'm saying? She is the... If you want to see a picture of a Bulls fan, you know, a dictionary, and the Bulls fan, that's Archie Goon. You put her face right there. That is a Bulls fan. Typical Bulls fan that, that, that wants excellence and blue collar that wants hard work. Win or lose, we just want to see you work hard. So what I'm going to say here is probably going to be not popular the most. I don't want to trade Zach Levine. Now, 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 now. I know, you know, <laughs> I know people squeaking their eyes. And, like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, we got to get rid of this guy. Um, and I understand that. And some parts of me is that way, too. There's like a, a 40, 30% of me that wants to trade him. But there's a 60 to 70% that I want him to stay in here while. These last two games that we saw the team play with the pace that they play, um, the style that they play, um, Zach, if Zach is just to that, and Zach is sitting back, because like I said, his trade market is going down. And the reason why is because he don't like the, like I said, he don't want to adjust his game. Um, he don't want to make the, I'm going to say, sacrifices or submit um, to what Billy Vision is. Um, so I can get it, but if Zach is sitting back, like you said, if he's just sitting back, 
watching this team, understanding and analyzing this team. Zach is one of the best catch and shoot players in the NBA right now still. Okay? So if Zach start doing that, start driving the ball, start cutting lanes and start doing the catch and shoot and start being that and, and just change up this game a little bit, he will thrive in this offense. Like I said, anywhere he goes, he's going to have to adjust his game because he will no longer be the number one. So why not adjust your game where you can still be the number one and still have the offense kind of run through you? But you got to sit back and take a step back like DeMar did and sit back and let these young guns cook. I hope, I hope, I hope Zach is watching this, and I hope Zach changes his mind and he stays, and I hope he switch up his game to this team pace and this team style, because if he does, he was truly thriving this offense. All right, Bobby. All right, C-Dub. Cognac boys, C-Red Nation. Peace. All right, thanks for calling in, Corn. Lot to dive into that. Appreciate the call, though. But I, 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 I'm with you. I really don't want to trade him either. But he did quit on the Chicago Bulls. When you quit on the city, <laughs> it's hard for me to reel you or try to reel you back in. You know what I'm saying? The last time we seen Zach Levine against the Boston Celtics, a team that's contending for a title, we seen Zach Levine put up two points, bro, in 25 minutes. We can go ahead and give him a look. I'm me personally, I don't really give out passes. If you injured, sit out. But if you in the game, I gotta evaluate you for what you are. You know what I'm saying? Because there are players around this NBA that are nicked up, that got some injuries, and they playing the game and they still are effective. I'm not saying Zach Levine was supposed to go out and drop 40, but two points, bro. Two points, bro. And it's not the first time to where we're like, damn, Zach, what are you doing out here? It's a few games to where you was like, Zach Levine, where are you? Where are you, bro? Is Zach Levine in the game? And I think that's the biggest thing, Corn, when we talk about Zach Levine as of right now, because he can be a part of something like this, but it's all about the buy-in. Is he willing to buy in? I think that ship has sailed for Zach Levine. I don't think he's ready to buy in. I think he we've seen it for the last, let's just say, two seasons. There hasn't been any buy-in from Zach Levine. Maybe the second half of last season when, when Pat Bev was on the team. Maybe. But other than that, Zach Levine, he's not a guy that's going to cut. His defense, bro, last year, defense was okay. This year, he's a turnstile to get on the CTA for free, bro. He's a, he, he's a turnstile to get on the blue line, the red line, the pink line, the brown line for free. If you want to ride CTA or Chicago Public, if you want to ride Chicago Transit Authority for free, just make sure Zach Levine is right there so you can get through free, freely. That's how I'm looking at it. And I think all things considered, man, I just think that once you quit on a team, once you show a lack of effort on plays, once you start to ignore the coach, once your, your body language is bad, once your teammates are not responding to you in the way that they should be ex responding to you, i.e. Nikola Vucevic, I think the ship has kind of uh, probably sailed on that. I would love to see him stick around, but he quit on us, man. He quit on us. I got to hold him to that same standard that I hold James Harden to. You quit on your team, you a piece of shit to me. That's just how I look at it, bro. I understand situations. I ain't always the best, but you could still go out and be professional. He still could have went out there and requested his trade and still came out there and balled out. 
he requested his trade and he pretty much took a back seat. I don't know. I hope that I hope that it's a good answer for you though, Corn. Let me know down below. Now, last caller for the day is my guy, Bulls Daily. Here's the voicemail. Going on, Corn Cognac Boys, Chicago Boys family. Um, this is Bulls Daily. I just want to check in for a little minute. Just want to talk about Zach Levine. My thoughts on Zach Levine, like, um, just coming out that win, second game win streak, and I I really feel like this team. Could do a lot without Zach. I feel like we're seeing how this team reacts to Zach being gone, and I do feel like this is a good test for the Chicago Bulls to see what, how we kind of mess and how we mess with each other and how we kind of compete against other teams without Zach on the team. And um, yeah, I just feel like um, I, honestly, Zach has been a problem. I honestly feel like Zach has been a problem um, for that weird game stretch where it was like we lost that game against Dallas Mavericks. Then Zach Levine requests a trade, and then just out of nowhere, the Chicago Bulls forget how to play basketball. We for they we literally forgot how to play basketball. The most simplest, fundamental things, you couldn't even do those things. So I'm very eager to see how this team could keep this momentum going. I hope they keep it going. Um, I got, I have a lot of faith in my boys. So I'm not going to give up on them. I know we've been through hard times and tribulations, but I really do feel like this team can exhale. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win a championship or anything like that, but I do feel like it at least be a improving step with exactly being if he even leaves, because right now there's no market for him, so he might not even be able to go. And there's no telling exactly being don't play well, he might not be going nowhere. Because yet again, don't don't nobody want to take in his contract. Then on top of that, he he hasn't been playing well lately. Then on top of that, he's injury prone. So it's like we might just be stuck with him. But also on the flip side, I've been watching Zach Levine on the bench at these games, and I just feel like he showed a lot of energy even without him being suited up. He just just looking at him, he just seemed like he having a good time right now. As in hopefully his mood changes to where he can be like, all right, well, maybe we can do something. Maybe I can help my team win. But let me know your thoughts. Um, Bulls Daily, I'm out of Shout out to Bulls Daily. Thanks for calling in, my guy. It's always a pleasure. And I think you made some really good points. I think when you point out that Zach Levine has shown a lot of energy on the bench, I go ahead and ask, where the hell is the energy when he's on the court? And that's my whole thing when I when, when I bring it up and I talk about Zach Levine. I believe he is very, very talented. But as of right now, this season, he hasn't been showing that talent, he hasn't been worth all the investment that we put into him as fans, as the organization has put into him. And unfortunately, the, it, I just believe that it's time to move in the, in another direction. And especially because, like you said early on in your voicemail, Bulls Daily, watching these young guys go out and play hard and play with effort is something we want to represent us, Chicago. 
that's what we want to represent the city. Not guys that's going to come out there and not give a damn. We don't want that. We want guys that's going to go out here and put their best foot forward so, to, so we can make sure that we are successful in whatever capacity that that is. And I think that if you elect to let the young guys flourish, continue to allow them to get minutes, this makes the future brighter. That's pretty much how I'm rocking with it. It makes the future brighter. I'm with you. They, You might not see crazy success. You might, we definitely not seeing a championship with these young guys. But if these guys somehow get themselves in a conversation of making the, making the playoffs with these young guys leading the charge, they can only build from that. Look at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Last year, they were hovering around that play-in spot. I believe... They made the play-in, but lost. Now this season, they're off to a great start after adding more pieces. After Well, not more pieces per se, but when you get Chet Holmgren to come back from injury, now you add in another piece to the team. You get another year of FGA. You get another year of, uh, you know, Josh Getty. We ain't getting all other stuff. But you get another year of Jalen Williams. You get to see other guys come up and start to rise to the, to the level that, that ownership and that organization expects them to do something like that can be a building block for the Chicago Bulls. They, you know what I'm saying? Especially with this young team and uh shout out to Shay. He said this on one of the live calls. If you ain't in the live calls, get in tune, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the note bell. But Shay said he, he quoted Tom Thibodeau. If you play hard every single possession, you're going to be in games and win games that you're not supposed to win. What have the Chicago Bulls been doing the last two games? Small sample size, but what have they been doing? And that's the last point. I feel like that's a great way to leave it off. But thank y'all so much for calling in Cornelius and Bulls Daily. Hey, make sure y'all hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. So every time we drop you, we one of the first ones to know. If you want to be a part of an episode like this, call into the voice line, 773-242-9219. It's another episode of Shy Bulls Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one for show. Come on, yeah. Gang.